Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Back to the theaters. The summer movie blockbusters are finally upon us. It feels like it's been well over a year. Real Film Nerds, episode number 223, A Quiet Place 2. You can only watch it in the theaters. Mysterious Mike Talent, how excited were you for this movie and being back in the theaters? Oh, man, I'm really excited. It was so much fun to go see a movie of this caliber in the theater. I had a great time. I can't wait to talk about it. I can definitely wait to talk about it because my experience was awful. I went opening night or what they call preview night now on Thursday to the latest show I could possibly go, hoping no one was going to be in the theaters. I was so dead wrong. Well, man, I mean, it. you saw how it did. This movie was number one the weekend, and, and now they've officially called it, you know, people are returning to the theaters and, you know, everybody's dancing and in the streets it's it's mayhem i have not seen no dancing nor streets or dancing in the streets but i did see a lot of young teenagers that went and watched it and talked through the entire goddamn thing when i saw it on opening night on thursday at harkins in prescott valley it was it was sad but I still enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Oh, man, that's really rough. I had a good experience watching it when I watched it. Uh, I was able to watch it in a morning show. That's partly why I think kind of the theaters are back, Matt. They're starting to add more show times uh, in my neck of the woods, so that's good. And uh, it was still pretty full, but uh, no one was talking, so that was good. I, I think somebody did smell a little funky, like they had been uh, on the ganj. But uh, other than that, I, w- I mean, whatever. See, now here in Arizona, it's legal, the Marlboro Greens. So it's just expected now. Ah, I see, Matt. Yes. Um, well, anyway, I I had a great time watching this movie, and I love that this movie wasn't very long, and there's quite a few things to like about this, this sequel. So, Matt, uh, should I do the rundown? What do you think? I, w- I was going to keep continuing on my topic of going and watching movies, because you made an interesting point about early movies times i've gone to early movies here in prescott and they're worse than going to the late night shows so i can't go during the day i work or i should be working if i'm i mean i guess i technically can because i work for myself now but the early morning shows it's a parade of retirees getting up and going to the bathroom oh oh, okay so i i see the you get interrupted all the time by just people walking around and hearing them moving around and stuff. Have you experienced this? I know you have a few retirees all over there, but nowhere at the levels that we do over here where uh, it'll be like a husband and wife and they'll think they're like in their living room and they'll be literally talking at the top of their, you know, voices. What? I can't hear you. Hold on. What? Talk louder. Have you heard that? So, so I have heard that. So I have heard it a little bit, but I mean, it's not too hilarious when you're trying to watch the movie. It's funny in the beginning, like when when you first get to the theater and they're they're going like, "What? Pass the popcorn? Oh, here." <laughs> you know, it's just it's a double edged sword, Mike. I kind of want COVID to come back, but keep the theaters open because I would love to be able to go to the theaters and enjoy myself again. But it wasn't awful, like. <laughs> 
the high school kids weren't awful. They could have been a heck of a lot worse, but I wish they would have been better. I, I understand. You're excited. You're out. Yes, all the seats are cordoned off. You're supposed to sit apart. They're not. They're doing whatever the hell they want. They they all sat right around me. It was so strange. But hey, whatever. It's still I still enjoyed myself. And un, as my uh, wonderful girlfriend has pointed out, because she doesn't listen to this, um, I'm too much of a pussy to turn around and say, uh, will you shut your mouth? She would do that pretty much immediately. So here's the question, Mike. If you were in the theater and it was just you, not your wife, not your kids, sitting there and some people were talking, would you turn around and tell them to shut their mouths? Uh, I don't think I would normally. Um, See, it would only be under certain circumstances, which uh, if it was just driving me nuts. But uh, for the most part, no, I wouldn't. But I tend to, on purpose, uh, the theater I go to has reserved seating. And I tend to put myself in a place where usually people won't sit next to me on purpose. So at Harkins, it does. It didn't matter. It did not matter. It was reserved seating. All the high school kids got up and sat all by each other. They don't care. Well, why don't you go sit at the front of the screen, man? I don't want to sit in the very front and do, you know, the head like back and hurting my neck the whole time. I mean, my neck was already hurting, Mike. You know, I got to make a living somehow. Oh, God. I'm not even going to ask why your neck was hurting, Matt. I'm just going to drop that innuendo on the floor. All right. And just like your empty bucket of popcorn or your empty beer bottle that rolls and goes smash when it hits the front of the screen, Mike, I'll go ahead and get us back on topic. Go ahead. Give us the rundown for A Quiet Place Part 2. All right. So this movie was uh, written and directed by John Krasinski. Uh, also, writers are Scott Beck and Brian Woods. This is starring uh, Emily Blunt, uh, Millicent Simmons, uh, Killian Murphy, Jaman Hansu, and uh, John Krasinski is also in it. And this is uh, following the events uh, at home. The Abbott family now faces terrors of the outside world, forced to venture into the unknown. They realize the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking behind the sand path. Well, all right, Mike. So uh, I really enjoyed this movie, man. I had a great time. This was a very good sequel, in my opinion. I liked it a lot. I also thoroughly enjoyed this film. I don't know if I would say it's an incredible sequel, but it was a very good sequel. Uh, an incredible sequel is uh, one like Terminator 2, where it's better than the original. I still feel like A Quiet Place, the original, is leaps and bounds above this one. I don't know if we reviewed A Quiet Place on the pod. I don't know. We did, Matt. Did we? We did. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what reels we gave it, Mike? Uh, I th- feel like I gave it four or four and a half for myself i i love the first one so much i figured it was probably up there four and a half or five for me as well most likely because the first one was just incredible this is very very good but i don't think it was as good as the original again my favorite i don't want to we we can discuss spoilers later but the part that i really enjoyed and i wish we had a little bit more of was like the first 20 minutes of the movie the flashback sequences best part of this movie hands down they were just amazing well, yeah, um, they they were really well uh, done, and but I think it's just to help with some of the story, which we can get into the spoilers. But um, 
But yeah, that, that it, it would have been neat to have a little bit more into the the beginnings of uh, this event that happens. But man, I I, I don't know. I I liked being back in this uh, this universe. This this movie's environment. I th- I thought it was cool. I liked all the uh, callbacks to the original movie and all the little details that they seem to have gotten right with the different things, uh, whether it was vehicles or just certain looks of uh, the set pieces and stuff. And I imagine they filmed it in the same place. And in fact, I imagine they filmed it fairly quickly after the first one because the uh, the kids uh, grow up pretty quick and they seem to be about the same they're a little bit older than what they were in the original but not not a ton now they probably are dramatically older so i don't know mike uh do you think we're gonna see trilogy out of this or do you think this is it i mean i i kind of hope this is it but they definitely left the ending open for a trilogy if wanted i kind of hope this is it I think they answered a lot of the questions they still had plenty of other things uh open but I think this went out on a good good way and, and with the kids and stuff getting older and stuff, it would be a lot more different. But I mean, I'm sure they could write that into the script, you know, with them being older and different stuff happening. But anyway, I, I think this should be it. Uh, what will happen with the studios and who knows? I mean, if... It, you know, it, it did really well on its first weekend out, uh, you know, made over 50 million dollars in the state on the long weekend uh, the the holiday weekend memorial day weekend so i don't know they might push for another one i i i know this movie costs more to make but uh i feel like they're pretty much going to be uh in the black here after next weekend so i i think they're happy with that you know well john krasinski needed a whole lot of money to get him to do a sequel because he wanted the original to just be a standalone film. And I thought it was perfectly fine by itself, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they were able to throw enough at him that he wanted to write and direct or they convinced him to write and direct a sequel. So who knows? We'll see. Maybe he feels like, uh, he does have a complete story to tell in a third film. I hope they stick to the formula. I hope they stick to a hour and a half, a good, solid clean hour and a half there's not a whole lot of lows there's some stuff we can get into in the spoilers about uh towards the end with the kids and things like that that uh, it didn't ruin the movie it was just like kind of you know boring and overdone but we can we can discuss that so mike what do you say people should go see this movie in the theaters uh yeah i think so i think if you feel comfortable uh going to the theater you have your vaccine uh i think this is absolutely a great movie to go watch in the theater I say go watch in the theater with or without your vaccine because I still don't have mine and I went and watched it and it was fine. Okay. That's great, man. It's great. So, okay, Mike, I think it is your turn for your favorite question and segment of the show. Oh, yes, Matt. Uh, it has come to that point in time where I need to know what carbonated beverage you are drinking. Well, hopefully carbonated. Yes, Mike, I am drinking a Shiner Bach because I can't afford to go buy any more beers, and that's what I have in the fridge. But it is a good brew. I like Shiner Bachs. Nice, nice. Understand, Matt. Understand. So I am drinking uh, a beer 
from the Stone Brewery, and it is uh, called FML, uh, Fear Movie Lions, which is uh, what three words, um, which is a like a GPS system that uh, is where they invented this beer. So it's the position that they invented the beer at, which is in Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> so it's not the FML I like to use. Got it. Right, right. It's it's not that, but it's kind of funny that that happened to be the three words. So I think they saw that and put it on their beer as a kind of a joke. Yep, it's a pun. That's for sure. Okay, Mike. So I guess it is my turn to ask not my favorite question, but definitely the most important question of the entire podcast. Mike, how does A Quiet Place Part do? relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for asking. Well, uh, uh, Jimin Hatsu uh, also uh, played uh, Karath in Guardians of the Galaxy and Captain Marvel. So, this one wasn't too bad, man. It was a fairly easy one. Yeah, yeah, that that's great. You know, I always worry about movies that don't have large casts, and th- but this one had is a little bit bigger cast now, and because it was a sequel, so we were good. We were good, Matt. No worries. Well, the rumors—not so much rumors, but fans keep pushing Emily Blunt and John Krasinski to play uh, the Invisible Woman and Mr. Fantastic in the new upcoming yet-to-be-announced Fantastic Four movie that'll be the introduction of the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that would be incredible casting if they could pull it off, but I don't think they'll do it. Because, I mean, the chemistry would be amazing because they're husband and wife in real life. So it would be really, really good. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it would be. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I did. I think I saw something about this rumor and Emily Blunt, like, shut it down. So I, I don't know. Uh, who, you know, who knows, though? Because she could just be doing that until it's a thing. Who knows? Well, she, she said some jazz about how she doesn't want to be a superhero and all that other crap, but I, I understand. I'm sure she would probably get burned out pretty quickly. But, Mike, one of your favorite movies and one of, one that I really enjoyed with Tom Cruise, Live, Die, Repeat, or what's the other what's the other one, Mike? Uh, the Edge of Tomorrow. There you go. Got it this time. She was basically a superhero. Think about it. She was. Yes. The the Queen what Queen of Versailles? What what was her, her character's name? It was like Queen of Versailles, but it was something crazy like that, yeah. Yeah, like, well, she was uh, like Warrior of Versailles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Doesn't matter. People can go look it up. And Mike is not looking it up on his phone. He's being good this podcast, everyone who's curious why he doesn't know. Yes, I, I, do, I don't. I'm going off memory, man, which is, you know. Ooh. Okay, Mike, so we're in spoilers for A Quiet Place Part 2. Do you want to start off on the spoilers? Oh, you know what? I'll start off. The big thing, speaking about Marvel's Cinematic Universe, Jimon Hounso, what a waste of an incredible actor. He got killed 
so freaking fast. He was in the movie for like five minutes. That was so depressing. Yeah, he was in the movie for five minutes, and that was depressing. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe there was more of a part, and it got cut out. Or uh, I, I hard to say. Based on his character's name, I'm gonna go with no, because his character's name is Man on Island. That's true. That's true. I uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just like, uh, hey man, what are you doing this uh, for a couple hours? Uh, you want to stop by the set? We'll pay you more than most people get in a year if you are in for like 30 seconds. Oh, by the way, we're going to kill you too. I I don't know. Maybe that's how it went down, man. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, um, Matt, what? Uh, let's see. Think, I'm trying to think, think of things. Quit stuttering. Think of things. Think, yeah. work, your, work through it. You can do it, Mike. You can do it. I know you're tired. All right. So the thing that I thought was a little bit odd uh, for this movie, and I guess it was just to move things forward, is at the end there when they get to the island and everything's like all happy and stuff, the boat, another boat, like ends up showing up on the island and it has one of the, I guess, aliens. I don't know what you're called. Yeah, they're aliens. I'm going with aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aliens. Um and I was like, this can't be the first time this has happened. It's been like a year and a half. Like, uh, that seemed a little strange to me. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. It seemed very coincident- coincidental, I guess is a word. It was a huge coincidence that it just happened right there. Granted... That alien got on a boat that was cut loose from the dock on accident because of the really awesome brawl that was going on. That I thought that brawl was amazing. I was trying to figure out, obviously, what they were trying to do to the daughter, but I was trying to figure out if they were going to like eat like Killian Murphy. Like I, They really kind of had this like cannibal vibe to me. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what, what was going to go down, and because no one can say anything, it was real interesting. It was just all looks, and I love that. Oh, it was awesome. Dude, that that fight scene was so much fun. It was so good. So, again, that's me just using my head and just thinking and projecting. What did you think they were? I, I definitely felt like they ate people. Yeah. I, uh, but, uh, I mean, it's hard to, uh, hard to know. Yeah, it just seemed like they were very rough, uh, and they, they had kind of set this this trap up with the docks and the boat boats and stuff. And this little girl, like it seemed like they did that a lot. And, you know, it seems like that would be an obvious target for people, right? You know, like go get a boat. And especially if you know that the things can't swim, which we didn't really know until, Oh yeah. Super spoiler people. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so no, it makes sense. I mean, nobody, I think most people didn't know that the aliens couldn't, swim except for everyone that made it to that island yeah um that was an interesting i i did like how that was an interesting like the with the radio station and it was just playing like uh the you know was it come by the sea or uh it was the frank sinatra song right like the oh what's the name of the song man uh by the sea i think it's called by the sea I'm going with whatever you say, Mike. Okay. 
All right. But anyway, I, I, I enjoyed that, that that was like a message for people. And like, I don't think a lot of people got it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out so well. But this, some people got it, definitely. Because even uh, Jimon Hansu, he even says, you know, he figured out the message. And that's why he kept doing it. Because someone else started it. Yeah. The, uh, but um, I appreciated on this movie a lot, Matt, that the runtime was very, you know, just an hour and 30 minutes or hour 37 i think technically but i thought it was a good runtime it explained everything that needed to be explained i thought it was good there wasn't a whole lot of downtime there wasn't a whole lot of wasted space it it flowed really well i think it was extremely successful except for a couple things towards the end you want me to get into that already mike no, no, no. I wanted to ask you about the beginning scene that you liked. So you wish you would have saw more of like, I guess, day zero, right? Like yeah. where we kind of saw the beginnings of the invasion, at least from our main character's perspectives. Well, what's interesting is how small this town is. They're all at the Little League game and the main street is completely empty. And then the instant all of this chaos starts going down, Main Street is packed with everyone. Everyone's racing to get in their cars. They're all scrambling, trying to get out of there. I think it would be interesting to see what happened in large cities and different places across the world. And specifically, where how these aliens got here. I mean, they have comets. They don't show if they have ships. They don't, you know, granted, that's me just being a sci-fi buff and wanting more. But again, it's been successful how it how it's delivered everything to this point like we didn't even know that they came all on one day and kind of hit all of the earth kind of at once they allude a little bit that it started in japan and then all of a sudden it starts hitting everywhere like this town is in the middle of nowhere in new york it's a small town in new york and if they're getting aliens there that means they hit everywhere pretty much almost simultaneously and so i would like to see a little bit more of that maybe a little more explained but I think it was very successful in in how they had it in this film. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, an interesting twist to this this uh, movie was the darker side of the people that did survive, and uh, how they would turn out to you know just kind of be a lot different. You know, more of a post apocalyptic world, the Mad Max types, the um, you know, I don't know, just, just super kind of tough people, you know, like kind of forget humanity and just survive at all costs kind of thing. Well, Killian Murphy's character alludes to it quite a bit. Uh, his character's name is just Emmett. He doesn't have a last name that the people that rose to the top, which is very much the thinking in lots of post-apocalyptic films, be it zombie movies or tv shows like the walking dead almost all the time they allude to that the people that really do well and keep surviving in this post-apocalyptic world are the criminals because they're the ones that have no shame and no fear where the people that care for each other are the ones that always you know end up screwing something up and getting killed because they try and help someone they shouldn't and so i think that's what killian murphy's character was trying to say Whereas Emily Blunt's character, Evelyn Abbott, was saying the opposite about there's still good ones left. We need to raise our kids right. Things like that. Trying to be more optimistic about the future where Killian was like, 
now we're all screwed. We might as well just kill each other. Yeah, but I, I think he was also coming from a, a part of, of some some loss himself because everyone he cared for was, was killed either directly by the aliens or or the time, essentially. Yeah, he lost his entire family. I, his kids were murdered by the aliens, and then his wife died of uh, a disease of some kind, probably cancer, over time. Right, and it makes sense. He was just bitter and upset and probably tired of being alone but as you see as the movie progresses towards the end he starts turning around especially when he goes to the island and starts meeting everyone else and everything's kind of on the up and up and he starts getting that you know maybe there is hope for humanity after all kind of thing which again not to say it's a post-apocalyptic film tv show uh trope but it kind of is yeah what what did you think about how he booby-trapped his his uh his area with like bear bear traps and like wire that with like the like bottles and stuff to make all the noise well clearly it worked to a degree un- until emily blunt's family came rolling through and then the traps were hitting on them yeah i don't know if the, if the traps were meant for the aliens or if they were meant for people coming by them i'd say a combination of the two because even the noise traps, say the alien trip, the noise trap, it would get, it would create a noise to distract them so that he could run off and jump in the uh, steel mill. Ah, yeah, okay, that's true. Although in this, in the when when she did set it off, he was just watching, like from some, I'm sure, safe position, I guess. Well, he was in that area where the son later finds his wife decomposing. It it's like a bunk area. I think that's where he was spending most of his days, unless the aliens were coming around, and then he'd go and he'd hide in that that uh, kiln. Basically, it was a steel mill kiln. And and that I mean that made sense. Like that seemed like a great place to hole up for against these guys. Yeah, it was great, except for the limited amount of oxygen. Yes, yes, which added to some you know intense scene. Uh, later on the road which of course you knew it would there's there was some easily foreshadow events in this movie right the 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 towel not working and them securely locking the kiln that was extremely predictable that's one of those things that i wasn't super happy about uh another thing i wasn't super happy about was the slow dramatic time that the two kids had doing their separate things at the same time I liked the storytelling on that and how they kept mirroring between the three stories between Emily Blunt and the two kids. I liked how they were rolling and how they were kind of like jumping between the three and they were all kind of mirroring each other. I thought that was really cool. But then it started almost turning like Matrixy and like, I don't know. It was just kind of weird towards the end how they started slowing shit down and I could have done without that. I, I- I thought it was a decent way of, of doing the story to, you know, keep up with every everything that was going on and how it was all intertwined, you know, like with Emily Blunt going to go to the the pharmacy to get more stuff and come back. And, you know, of course, your son has an alien chasing him because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And, you know, I mean, that, that kid is pretty lucky to be alive for all the disobedient stuff he's he's done but then you know his sister goes and runs off when she's not supposed to and uh what'd you think about that rail car scene matt like the the little passenger car 
it was pretty intense, especially when it starts panning out and there's uh, a bunch of rail cars that, I mean, you can see that derailed and the aliens were just jumping through the cars and just grabbing them. But I like when the daughter, whenever they were showing the footage from the daughter's perspective, how it was completely silent. I really liked that. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah, that, that that was good. And I mean, that scene where she didn't see the alien and obviously she couldn't hear it for right away. And then when she does see it, like her, like her acting was amazing. You're like, whoa, like you, you could see everything that she was feeling at that moment. It was great. Yeah, there was a lot of really, really good things about this movie. And again, just a handful of things that I wasn't a super huge fan of. Mostly the stuff towards the end. I thought it was just long and drawn out. I like the the journey to the island and stuff like that. I thought that was fun. Now, are you talking about the journey across the land or the actual journey from the water? Because that wasn't too quick. Oh, no. The, the journey from the water was uh, not that part. Uh, I guess just the journey from the land, yeah, I guess. Just the journey as a whole, yeah. Yeah. So, do you think that Emily Blunt and her kids are going to go to the island or... Do you think Killian Murphy's going to go back and rescue him and bring them all to the island? I felt like they would go back and get them to let them know how to get there. But at the same time, by using the radio, they gave him the message. That they made so it. I, right. I, I, yeah, that they made it. So I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't n- know if... if uh, um. Emily Blunt's uh, daughter in the movie gave her directions on where exactly she was trying to go to, which would make it a little bit difficult to get there. I'm pretty sure the son knows. I think they discussed and pointed out which island it was. Ah, But beyond that, she might have taken the map with her. She might have, yeah. I don't know. It it leaves it open for a a trilogy. I'm kind of sad. I was hoping that when they got to the... uh, radio station and they blasted you know her noise from her little earpiece on there that it was going to be at such a high magnification that their heads were just going to start exploding but no they they it just it works the same as uh normally what if they were doing it in person yeah yeah i mean that would have been cool but i mean still the radio station only has a limited range you know so it's it's only going to be in that like new york like coastal area i guess you know like not i don't know depends on mountains and different terrain but it's it's still line of sight so it's not going to go super far right no i understand that but it's just i don't know i thought i thought it was going to be because the signal's more powerful than just being there but it's still it's based on the frequency of the signal it's not so much the signal itself so it doesn't matter if it's amplified or not yeah so okay mike how many reels? Because I know you're falling asleep. I can see you slumping down on your keyboard. How many reels? Uh, I'm going to give this one three and a half reels. I had a great time at the theater. Loved being back out. Um, this was a good movie to watch at the theater. I, I think, you know, I I liked it. I thought it was a good sequel. Wow, Mike. Only three and a half reels and you loved it. Maybe you are still the bitter old man. And I am becoming the more normal person oh no way you gave it higher this is this fun four out of five reels mike that's great man 
finally you 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 uh beat me i guess not that it's like any kind of competition or anything but man lately i've had a uh, higher ratings on like every movie this year <laughs> yep and i only beat you metaphorically not physically for those of you who are concerned of course okay so mike it has been me picking the movie for the past i don't know i think at least three weeks maybe more you better have a good one this week, Mike. Uh, I want to hear about a good movie that I'm going to watch either in the theaters or at home. And we're going to talk about next week. What are we doing? All right, Matt. We're doing a Netflix original uh, Stowaway. And this is a sci-fi movie, Matt. So I, th- I think this will be right up your alley. Hopefully you like it. It's a three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on board. When did this movie come out and who does it star? This came out in 2021. Uh, I don't know exactly the, the exact date. Um, and it is starring... Anyone we would know or is it just more of a smaller budget film no it's got anna kendrick's in it oh yeah okay i know what you're talking about yeah i think i've seen the trailer for this that's the movie we're going for man um anna kendrick daniel day kim shamir anderson tony collette cool that's a pretty stellar cast that's a pretty big cast it's a lot more than army of the dead real film nerds episode number 222 where it was like three people that we know yeah so we'll, we'll see matt uh hopefully it's good man i i love watching some good sci-fi and you know the theaters are are back but the, it still seems like the catalogs aren't quite gonna be matching up like i think there's gonna be a big movie every week or two it's not gonna be like every week and you know so It'll be good to see a lot of these movies. Uh, Black Widow, I'm excited for. So hopefully that doesn't get pushed again. So that should be, I think it's July 8th. So Well, dude, there's a handful of decent ones coming this later this month. They're not all right at the start, though. In June, we got F9. Oh, yeah. You, you, you ready to see that one? Because I, I remember the last one we watched, you're like, why did I watch this movie? I haven't seen the last 14 of them. Hobbs and Shaw, yeah. But, Mike... It wasn't over the pandemic. I was actually right after we watched Hobbs and Shaw, they had a marathon on one of the television show channels like Spike or one of those. And I Mm -hmm. set the DVR and recorded all the ones I had missed. So I have been, I'm now caught completely up on the Fast and Furious world. Uh, It's a blur. It was a lot of information to digest in a couple weeks. But uh, I might have to go back and watch F8 because I don't remember which one that one is. It's It got mixed up with 7, 6, 5, and 4. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm well-versed in the world for F9. Okay, man. Like, I, I'm starting to think it's, it's like keys on your keyboard. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a dude sitting there hitting F9 like repeatedly. Oh, fascinating. For two and a half hours? And then every once in a while, like, uh, just have a, a car jumps over a building in Dubai. And then, then it, there's just a dude hitting a key again. Yeah. Yep. F9. Yeah. Yeah. Well, F9's coming out. That's for sure, Matt. You're right. Well, there's a couple more that are coming out in June, but I don't remember exactly what they are. 
Yeah, me neither. I, I know there's a huge back catalog of movies that they, they're ready to go and they just need to release them and they haven't released them. Okay, Mike, well, why don't you go ahead and do your thing and take us out of the podcast so that you can go and get your beauty rest because you've got to look like a beauty tomorrow because you physically have to go in for work now. Ha ha. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening and, uh, make sure to follow us on, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram and Twitter and, uh, you know, go out there and watch a movie if you feel comfortable in the theater or, uh, stream one of the new ones. You know, there's so many options now. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio, what a treat on a Friday morning. You're a sight for sore eyes. It's Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. Two times in one week. Now... Wow. Are your eyes sore because of me after staying up all night and watching this movie and coming in early to oh, talk about it? You're such a champion. You're a champion. Well, you know what? I love that you came in because we're heading into a three-day holiday weekend. People might want to watch a movie since they have extra time. I want to see what you thought about A Quiet Place Part 2. Well, I definitely come, I'm more coming in to do a public service. Oh. If you go and see A Quiet Place 2, please don't do what happened to me last night. What? Be quiet when you're in the theater. Okay. For those of you who have seen the first one. Yeah. You know how important sound is. Yes. And visuals are in this film. Right. I didn't have a good experience last night. What? It was full of high school kids. Oh, so you went to the theater. Is that the only place yes. you can catch it is in the theater? It's only available in the theaters. Okay. Yes. And I went and there was a ton of high school kids don't get me wrong. It's wonderful people are in the theaters. I yes. don't want to slam them for that. And I right. love that the young kids are the ones that are going. Right. You know, but we're, people are there, especially this movie. If it was like a blockbuster, like Avenger, sure. fine, whatever, BS, whatever, I'll ignore it. Right. Not with this movie. No, you need it, it you, to be quiet. It has to be quiet or else it really ruins the whole oh, thing. Oh, no. Well, so. So anyways, just do <laughs> me a favor. If you do go. Right. Be Maybe quiet. Skip the popcorn this time. Get something that's not like makes a lot of noise, yeah. you know, and don't talk. I mean, right. that's the big one. People kept talking. It's just like, oh. Were you that guy that went, shh? No, I'm too timid. <laughs> I, w- I wish too I could. Timid. Yeah. You're like six foot seven. Close. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I want to, but I don't want to. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm too timid. I should have right. stood up and just Take be like, Take me next time. Like, I have no problem. Keep your mouth people. closed. That's what I should have done. But Well, all right. So, um, I did not see the first one, but I get the premise of how, it. How dare you, Lisa? Well, I know. Well, I'm thinking it might be a fun little marathon thing you to should. do one and then the other. You should. Yeah. Okay. So you you liked it that otherwise. No, I, I did. I yeah. thought it was a good movie. It's mm-hmm. not as good as the originals. The original was groundbreaking. Yeah. It was never intended to have a sequel. They threw a lot of money at John Krasinski, a.k.a. Jim from The Office, right. to do another one. Right. And his wife, because Emily Blunt is his wife. Yeah. And 
I think they did really well. It's yeah. it's not incredible drop down. You definitely have to see the first one. Okay. But if you enjoyed the first one, you will not be disappointed with the second one. Okay. It is well worth the time. And it's, again, it's back to the roots of a movie. It's an hour and 40 minutes tops. Boom, done, right. out the door. It was right. great. Oh, good. How many reels are you going to give it? I give it four out of five. Four I loved it. Four out of it. five. That's awesome. Well, you're not alone. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 90%. IMDb, 8.1 out of 10. And Metacritic, 73. So uh, people are enjoying this movie the finale gets a little hokey i guess is a good way to put it a couple times yeah i understand why they're doing it but it's just other than that i really enjoyed it and i there's not a lot of twists and turns like the first one but there's a lot of stuff that kind of catches you off guard for sure and again it's not a horror movie for those of you think it is it's classified as a horror movie i would call it more of a thriller a thriller i like thrillers better than horror movies yeah i mean it has the aliens from the first one you're not going to get away from those there's aliens huh there's no blood (laughs) guts and gore or anything like that and okay. it's you know it's it has jump scares like a horror movie but i would i i consider it a thriller oh, i will go with what you think i think Definitely. you should go marathon at lisa okay i'm gonna do it matt hinshaw from the real film nerds podcast thank you so much for coming in and sharing the information with us this morning well thank you for having me as always the doors Ms. always open live and local thank you're welcome all right, Matt Henshaw, can't get rid of him, out of studio on Magic 99.1. Just kidding. I the can look leave on his at face. any time, believe the look me. on his face. Okay, so you I said that there were- I need a breakfast burrito. Yeah. <laughs> you said that there were a bunch of uh, previews before the movie in the theater. Oh, yes. And you mentioned one that I'm very excited about. Which one was it? The new Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, and how did it look? Amazing. Really? The trailer's been out for a little while, but that was definitely the first time I've seen it in the theater. Right, right. And when is the movie finally coming out? They didn't say. They They just said coming soon. Oh, they've been saying that forever. Right. It was supposed to be last summer, I think last July or maybe August, something like that. And then the pandemic pushed everything back. If I had to put a venture a guess, Uh um, I think they're saying probably late this year. They'll probably Mm, hold on to it. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, like Thanksgiving or Christmas, I think, just to get a lot in there. Okay. Um, Lisa, to put you at your mind at ease, I know yeah. it's a very pressing question of yours. Yes. Yes, they do have a beach volleyball scene in the they trailer. They do, with the same guys that they had in it forever ago. I, it was a quick blip. <laughs> uh, they were shirtless. There was a volleyball. There was a net. I yeah. assume it was Tom Cruise. I'm sure it is. I'm so, sure it is. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for putting our minds at ease. We can yeah. all rest nicely this weekend now. Yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. But thank yeah, you. it was it was incredible. And that is one movie for... A fact. I don't care where it comes out. I'm seeing it in the theaters. Okay. If I had to take a Blu-ray and okay. make them play it, I'm watching it in the theaters. <laughs> I'm going to go with you. All okay, right? good. All right. It's All Time Love featuring Black Bear with Monsters Now on Magic.